if you enjoy something and you want to do it, like get after it, like you can do it and don't let anyone tell you that you can't. So I think setting an example, you know, for my kids and letting them know that is like really important. where you're meant to be. Like I know it. I've never- My best self is better than every single person who's gonna walk on that platform that night. Gosh, man, that was, was the moment that changed my life, man. Work harder than everyone else and just keep going. Get up and do it again and again and again. journey to a better you starts right now. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm your host, Angelo Kelly. On this episode, we have Christina Richards, a 64-kilo weightlifter. It's been a little while since we had a weightlifter on the podcast, but I always enjoy talking to them. I feel like everyone I bring on just has an interesting story, and Christina was no different. There's a lot of things that I didn't know about her just from following her on Instagram and she really motivated me. She fired me up on this episode and I think you guys are going to be fired up hearing about her passion for weightlifting and her plans for the future. So without further ado, let's kick it over there now. It's just cool, the the weightlifting community. And I was thinking um, before we were getting started, like if we grew up in China or Russia like weightlifting is a professional sport. So I don't think you do it as much recreationally. You don't get the people who are, you know, you're a full-time mom. Like you have other stuff going on where if you lived in China, you probably wouldn't just do weightlifting recreationally. Right. And it's like, that would be like, it would be like weightlifting and that's, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's your sport. And if you don't make it, then you either find something else to do, or I guess you, you get a job or whatever. But it's cool, like right. the the community, and it seems like down in Florida too that you guys have a really strong weightlifting community. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I think it's really cool. Um, a lot of times, uh, you know, whenever we go to like national meets and stuff like that, um, it's always cool. Like when you see like Florida people, it's like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, like it's like you know the Florida the Florida people. Like we all know each other and. Um, even at like the, the local meets or like the state meet, you know, um, everybody's pretty like, everyone's like pretty cool and, um, like to each other and stuff. So it's, 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 it's cool. Like I have, even when, so I live in Jacksonville, um, but I travel to Orlando sometimes. Um, there's a lot of local meets in Orlando and it's cool because you know when you drop into those uh gyms like you know dropping to danny's or there's like orlando strength you know it's just like really good vibes with really good people so it's always nice yeah we don't have a state championship i always found that cool that you oh, guys really? yeah new york has one i know florida has one i think texas does texas has one too yeah they just had theirs so it seems like that's like an in-house nationals basically so there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of really good lifters, but it's all people from your home state. Right. It's actually like it's a it, and um I'm sure it's like pretty cool like everywhere, but in Florida it's like really fun. Like there's like, you know, a DJ uh you know with music set up and um you know, there's like a little coffee uh booth like where people like you know selling coffee and there's like apparel booths and stuff like that. So it's like it's just like a lot of fun. Um, it gets a little crazy, and it's just it's just a lot of fun. So I I, I wish that you guys had one. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool. I wonder who I would get in touch to start one of them. 
that it, there's a lot of CrossFit competitions around me, and it, it seems like it's a big CrossFit competition from what you're describing. Like we, when we have local competitions around here for CrossFit, there's a bunch of local vendors who come out. Right. Um, a lot of like lifting culture is at pretty much every competition and you have a couple of apparel companies and then you, yeah, it's just. It, it, lifting culture has awesome clothes. Yeah. I always love their stuff. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and it, it's funny. Um, Steve, the CEO is from around me. And I think I want to say he got his start just going to every competition, CrossFit, weightlifting. He would just show up and sell clothes out of his, out of his, uh, um, well, and everybody there wants lifting stuff you know like everyone there wants apparel like always so it's, that's a good idea yeah I feel like every time I go to a competition it's like ah do I need this shirt do I need this and then of course I end up buying it right whenever I go uh, like nationals and stuff I'm like I'm gonna wait till the last day but I'm definitely gonna buy a couple shirts <laughs> I'm like I need this one don't need it, but I'm going to get this one too. <laughs> All the good sizes are sold out by the end though. I think you just got to, you just got to bite the bullet on day one. But... <laughs> well, I was, I was looking at your Instagram and before we talked, I thought you were lifting for a while. You, I noticed that you have really good technique. So I'm like, all right, you have had to be lifting for five years, six years, something like that. And you're relatively new in the sport, which is awesome. Yeah, I've, I've actually only been like specifically weightlifting for about it'll be three years in February. So um, I just kind of I did a little bit of CrossFit uh, before and I really just fell in love with the lifts. Like I just anything barbell, I was just all about it. Um, and then I realized, hey, like I would like cherry pick workouts and everything because it was like, oh, it has a barbell in it. I'm definitely doing that like. Uh, and then I realized like, hey, I could just do weightlifting, you know, um, I did my first meet in Orlando and I was like, oh man, this is what I want to do. Like, this is it, you know, uh, before I did CrossFit, I, I was into running for a little bit after I had my third child. Um, and it was kind of like easy to do after I had kids, uh, like time-wise, you know, but it just it didn't really give you that. It didn't give me that same like adrenaline rush where it was like, I just didn't love it. You know, like I could do it and it was like fine, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like lifting. Um, and so I kind of just, as soon as I was, I got like that taste of it. I was like, Oh man, I'm all about it. And just like, that was it. So did you play sports when you were growing up? Actually, no. Um, like as a kid, I did like soccer and stuff, but uh, like throughout high school, I was on a dance team and that's pretty much it. So, I mean, that's still athletic though. It is. Uh, we weren't very good, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but I mean, it was fun, uh, but it wasn't. I remember there were like a couple times where we got to go in like the football player, like the football players had like the weight room, like that was for the football players. And there were like a couple times that we got to go in there. And I remember like squatting and I remember thinking it was so cool. Cause I could squat like a hundred pounds. And I was like, man, I'm like so strong. Like, and I remember loving it then, you know, and it was like, 
it's funny because it was I just didn't like there they don't have like weightlifting teams uh you know where and I went to high school in Texas and they didn't have weightlifting like high school weightlifting like they do in Florida uh but if they did I would have been all about it you know uh so it was like I, I knew that I liked doing that but there just wasn't quite like a opportunity to do it so it's just funny how those things kind of you know, come up and then you're like, oh man, I really did like lifting, you know, that's a couple of times I got to do it. And then, so. Yeah. I guess like dance too is an expression a performance it, where weightlifting right. is very similar in that sense. Like you're getting out on stage and you're performing in front of people. Has that always been something that you've enjoyed kind of showing off or being the center of attention? I don't know if it's so much the center of attention as it is just like, like, I, like as it is like a personal, like how it feels to like do well, like, it, like for myself, you know? So like if I went out and did a performance and I was like, oh man, like I did really well. Like I, I did everything I was, like everything hit like exactly how it was supposed to. And it was like, I really enjoy like that feeling of like accomplishment more so than, I'm actually a very anxious person. So like the thinking about people like watching me and stuff like that, I'm like, oh God, like that, I don't really necessarily love that part about it. <laughs> um, but I do like the feeling of like, doing well like doing every or like setting a goal having expectations and then like accomplishing that like that is my that's like what gets me I'm like oh yeah yeah weightlifting's hard in that sense because you might have to wait six months until you hit your goal or years right yeah so it's that delayed gratification that's that's really and hard even, even sometimes it's like you feel like you're getting a little bit closer and you're like oh man like I can see it like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel and then there's like nothing for like months like you're like maybe I'm like right there maybe I'm gonna get it like really close like I have a one of my big goals is like to total 200 and I think I totaled like 191 or 190 and um in training one day and it was like the lifts were really easy. Like they felt easy. They looked easy. And I was like, oh man, like maybe it's like right around the corner, you know, like maybe in the next few months. And then it was like, you know, kind of like you got, you got a setback. And it's like, man, I really wish I could total that again. <laughs> how do you, how do you deal with that? Like, how do you deal when things aren't going well? Because every weightlifter who's listening knows that you're going to run into spots where you're going to either stall out or you're sometimes even going to go down. I think like getting that little bit of like where you see the light at the end of the tunnel just really keeps you going. Because it's like, well, if I can total 191 and it felt easy and like I didn't sleep well the night before and I was like, two kilos under what I, what I'm going to weigh at competition, you know, if I can do that, I can do it again. You know, if I just keep, you know, it's like you get that little bit of like where you see the light and then that's just kind of just enough to make you like hang on, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then I tried, so let's see, it was a year ago in December. I hurt my back. 
right before nationals. It would have been my first nationals. I like, I like worked so hard. That was like my big goal is to qualify for nationals. And then I finally qualified. I was like so excited. And then I ended up hurting my back right before. And I was like so upset because it was like, you know, leading up to nationals, I was like, oh, I'm not hitting these numbers and I should be hitting this. And I was like so focused on like what I wasn't able to do. And then I wasn't able to lift at all. And it really kind of put things into perspective. And I was like, I just want to be able to lift right now. You know, like I miss lifting. Like I would go, I took like a few days off of um, like doing anything uh, because my back was so bad. Um, And then I, you know, slowly kind of started doing things like bicep curls, you know, like whatever I could do in like in my garage. And I specifically remember one day I was in my garage and I was literally (laughs) doing bicep curls and I was crying because all I wanted to do is like snatch and clean and jerk. And I'm like, you know, this whole time I've just been, you know, throwing this huge temper tantrum and beating myself up because I'm not hitting these numbers. And it's like, I like forgot what it is. Like, I enjoy lifting. Like, I love it. Like, I love being able to train. I love, like, I love it so much. So from that moment of like crying and doing bicep curls, I was like, I'm never going to take it for granted again. Like, I'm going to, like, every day that I'm able to lift, even if it's like a bad day and like, I miss all my snatches. That doesn't happen. If Greg is listening to this, I don't ever miss all my snatches. (laughs) Um. But like, I'm still going to be grateful and I'm going to find one thing, like at least one thing that's like a win or a positive thing from the training session. So like I have my training journal and I, every day I'll write down um, in my training journal, like what the win was for that day, you know, and that way there's like some sort of, even on the bad days, there's something positive you know, to look at. And I think that's important. Um, it's like for the long run, you know, because I, honestly, weightlifting is like so hard that like, if you don't kind of, and I just posted about this the other day, like if you don't, you know, count like all the little wins and recognize even the small things, then it's going to be very depressing. <laughs> like, you know, cause it's so hard, you know, so I, I made an effort to, to do that. And I think that's kind of changed my mindset a little bit and just kind of be more grateful, you know, overall. Yeah, that's interesting. I like that you write it down, too, because sometimes you always, you always think that you're going to remember and then, you know, you, you don't write it down and you have no idea. When you write it down, it makes it real. Like it's it's like official once you write it down. Yeah, I've. You know, I've I've always like wanted to tell people, like, hey, weightlifting is hard. You're not gonna PR all the time, and it's I know it's not my job to do it, but when you hit that two three year mark, those PRs just stop coming, and it's like, how do you keep doing it? And and for some people, it might be like, hey, you need a break, you need time off, or for some people, it might be, hey, writing down a couple things that you're grateful for for that training session. Right. So yeah, I think I think that's good advice for anybody. Write write that stuff down and like any time that you have something good happen in the gym, it doesn't have to be a PR, but it might be hey, I did a snatch at 90% that felt really good. Yeah. Well, 
or like even uh like mental wins are really good like I had a couple misses and you know I, I came back I reset I didn't like let everything fall apart you know and I actually ended up making you know some good ones because that's important if you miss you know at, at a meet your opener which I am known to do um you know you have to be able to be like it's fine and not you know totally freak out and be able to come back and make your second or third because that you know stuff happens you know like sometimes you have a long wait or you know whatever the case may be but like you have to be mentally tough enough so if you're working on that and training like that's a win too yeah i know so. i know from following greg he preaches a lot of mindset stuff is that something that you guys work on together yeah well i Actually, that was what really, um, that's why I was really drawn to Greg and Amy both. They both work on like the mental aspect of weightlifting because it's so important. And I feel like a lot of, it's, I feel like not everyone talks about that part or kind of like emphasizes like how important it is. So even, you know, like before I was like, man, like that's, that's like really important and not just for weightlifting, but for life in general, just being able to be like a, productive person you know I feel like it's so important so that was like one of the huge things that I was like man like I really want to be coached like I want him to be my coach like I really like that about him um he's really good about you know if I if I'm beating myself up um about like a lift or whatever like he'll make like a you know a joke and kind of lighten it up or even at um at nationals I missed my Oh, I actually missed my first and second attempt on snatch. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Like, you know, and I kind of was like, oh, God. And then I ended up making my third attempt. And I looked over at, like, after I made, I looked over at him. I was like, holy shit. And he was like, what was so hard about that? (laughs) So it kind of, like, lightened the mood, you know? And it was like, all right, let's just, like, we're fine, you know, like it's everything's okay. So he's really good about like that too, you know, because you know we we can all be kind of hard on ourselves. So yeah, for sure. And I mean, like, how do you balance stuff outside of the gym? Because I I know you have a lot going on, so it's not like you're a full time weightlifter. Um, I mean, I'm speaking for you, but I don't think your goal is probably to make it to the Olympics or or you know be as high level as you possibly can, but like, what's, what's kind of keeping you in the game? Well, my life is like complete chaos, honestly. Um, but I just try to, I kind of embraced it at this point. Um, I think it's really important for me, uh, to set an example for my kids and like, even like to let them know that like even if your situation isn't ideal uh as far as like you know i'm older um but if you really love something and you really want to do it like you can do it it doesn't have to be like the perfect situation or the perfect scenario um if you enjoy something and you want to do it like get after it like you can do it and don't let anyone tell you that you can't so I think setting an example, you know, for my kids and letting them know that is like really important to me. Um, and like I recently gotten into coaching a little bit more because 
I want to help other people uh, reach their goals. And um, I just, I love coaching. Like I love helping people. I love, you know, seeing them happy and like them being able to, you know, do things that they didn't think that they were able to do. Like that is just like, it's everything. Like, I love that. Um, so I've recently gotten into that more. Um, and I, like, I told my kids that, you know, I've been coaching and stuff and they asked me the other day, they're like, how do you coach? And I was like, <laughs> I tried to tell them like, you know, well, you know, kind of teach people and, you know, you encourage people and, um, he, my son was like, like you encouraged me to clean my room. <laughs> I'm like, uh, kind of. <laughs> yeah. I like that. You said setting an example though. I think a lot of parents out there probably tell their kids, Hey, you can do whatever you want. But, and then they also work a job they hate. They don't have any hobbies. They're not passionate about something. But if you're into some, if you're really into something they can see that they pick up on that right yeah and like they know like when it gets close to like competition time um like if i take them to get something to eat they'll be like um you can't have this right now right because you because you have to you have to make weight for competition right like they know like they're you know and it's not you know i'll eat stuff like when i'm you know, kind of far out from competition, but it's like, they see, like, they see when you're like dedicated and how you like watch how you do things. And, you know, they, when I weigh out my food, they're like, you're doing that. So you can, you're making sure you eat enough for, for training. Right. You know, like they pick up on stuff like that. Well, yeah. I mean, you can teach people discipline and you can read about it, but unless you're actually disciplined yourself, I feel like it's not, it doesn't mean as much. It's not as effective. Yeah. It just doesn't, I mean, and, and you see like people who people can say like, even our, like I've seen coaches, uh, like past, you know, coaches at CrossFit, like some CrossFit coaches at a CrossFit gym that I used to go to, um, you would kind of see them say, you know, one thing and then they'll do another, you know, and it was kind of like, not everyone has the same goals. I'll tell, you know, athletes, like, you know, it's important to do accessory work and stuff like that. Like, and like, if you want to stay healthy, you know? And so I make a point, like I always do my accessory, accessory work. Like, even if like the gym is about to close and like, I have to make it like a Metcon, you know, and I'm like running through it. Like I make sure I get my accessory work done because you know, you kind of just want to lead by example in that aspect. Yeah. The accessories are the hardest part. <laughs> like just, just being consistent. I've, I've, there has been times where like, I, you know, I get through a really hard training session and it'll take me, you know, so long to get through my accessories. And I'm like, this, this is crazy. Like how long does this take me to get through these? <laughs> So I noticed by Instagram that you train in your garage sometimes and then you train at another gym. Why yeah. Why do you train at both places? So occasionally if my kids are out of school, um, I'll have to train in the garage because I can't take all three of them to the gym. Um, it would just be utter chaos, like more chaotic than my normal life. <laughs> 
Um, and I can't keep them out of like everyone else's uh, hair while, you know, I'm lifting. So uh, w when COVID happened and there was kind of like the shutdown or whatever, um, I kind of put together my little garage setup because it was really important to me that I had that, you know, like I was still able to train. So I like, uh, I was gonna say we, but my husband and a friend of ours built the platform. I just like held up the phone and was like, here's the YouTube video. <laughs> Thanks guys. <laughs> uh, but they built the platform and I got like some plates and a barbell and that was like, that was pretty much it. Um, we had like a squat rack from a while ago. So we had already had like a couple things in there. And so it's coming really handy because uh, like if kids aren't feeling well or staying, you know, staying home or the kids are out of school, I'm still able to train. Um, and it doesn't matter like, you know, as far as the gym hours, cause that's not always, um, that doesn't always work with like, you know, my and, and the kids schedule. Uh, so I just needed to have that as like a backup. Um, and then like during the summertime when the kids are out of school or like even on winter break, you know, it was like, I was still able to train. Luckily now the kids have a small trampoline in the backyard. So it keeps them very busy. <laughs> so I can get my training in and they're jumping on the trampoline. <laughs> do, do they ever try lifting up the barbell? Have they gotten into that yet or no? So I actually tried getting my daughter. Uh, my daughter was the one who kind of seemed interested in it. So I was trying to like gently like encourage her to do it. Um, and everything was like fine until I tried to like correct her or like tell her what to do. And she's like, mom, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm like, okay. So like maybe I could get her if she like had a different coach, maybe. <laughs> I think me, mom telling her one thing is kind of like not really her jam because I tell her enough stuff. So I don't know. I'm I'm kind of hoping they will at least like want to. My son wants to play football and I'm like, "You sure you don't want to do weightlifting?" And he's like, "No." I'm yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I know if if I could do it all over again, I would definitely do something gymnastics wise, something body weight because yeah. I notice like right. all the people who do that and then jump into weightlifting, it just serves you so well. Yeah gymnastics especially like you know I, I don't know one gymnast that like turned into a weightlifter weightlifter that isn't like absolutely amazing you know it's just even one of my teammates like she was a gymnast and I'm just like man she's just amazing yeah that the mobility is the hardest part I feel like all the gymnasts just have insane mobility and they get into positions and I'm like oh, I'm just never gonna do that <laughs> And just like so powerful, like just, you know, like you don't like you don't have to, I feel like they have such an upper hand. There's no like, you don't have to teach them that, you know, they already have it. It's like built in, you know. Is there anything that you did like, I mean, you move really well for somebody who didn't necessarily have that growing up. Is there is like was technique a focus when you just started weightlifting or did you have a coach who really pushed you to move well over prioritizing weights right away? Well, I did a lot of, um, like I 
watch a lot of like videos and technique videos because I knew I had enough sense to know that the way that I was moving was not it. <laughs> so I was, you know, I watch different lifters and I, you know, I, I watch a lot of, I think, I know I'm like partial. I think that, uh, you know, Greg's videos are, are so helpful um, and explaining like the movement and like, like slow things down and stuff like that so I find that really useful but I've, I feel like since I've been working with Greg like my technique has gotten uh better and you know I'm still very hard on myself so I'm like you know I, I'm like oh whenever anyone says that I'm like huh, me <laughs> um but yeah I like I, I just I watch a lot of weightlifting you know that it just really interests me. So I try to like see how other people move and, you know, stuff like that. Study, study the videos. Is there anybody who you watch any lifters that you're a fan of like a technical model that you have? I know she's my teammate, but Maddie, <laughs> um, I love the way Lily jerks. I, I, I guess these are all like my teammates, but, um, Toma, I, re- I think she moves really, re- I mean, obviously she moves really well. She's just so powerful and fast, you know? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I like all like the, you know, all like the weightlifters. I just think that watching like everyone's in like the different body types and stuff like that and how everyone moves differently, like that all like really interests me. Yeah, I try to, so. I almost try to stay away from the international side just because I feel like I know too much about the steroids and all the extra stuff yeah, that they're doing. Yeah, it's right. It's it's a little hard sometimes because you're like, I mean, this person's good, but mm. <laughs> yeah, it makes it makes USA weightlifting I think more impressive though, because there's a. I mean, you look at your weight class. You're in the 64s. There's a lot of girls who are really strong, and there's a lot of 59s yeah. and 71s. So. I mean, like, I think that's better watching the recreational people who just happen to be really strong than the right. the top one or two people who you know are probably using some extra supplements, probably sleeping ten hours a night and don't have anything outside of it. Yeah, right. So, I mean, what do you do outside of the gym? What do you do hobbies wise? Well, it's pretty, so I've recently gotten more into coaching. Um, and so I have like a few remote athletes that I've been like working with. Um, I try to, you know, make sure I have time for them and I'm able to support them because I've noticed that it's a little challenging not being able to coach them in person. Like, I feel like if you're at least able to see your athletes like in person, you know, a few times a week or something like that. And you can kind of like go off, but just remotely, it's like, you know, I want to be able to give them as much information as I can. Um, And so I've been dedicating a little bit of my time to that. Um, And then just being a mom is pretty uh, (laughs) time consuming as well. Um, You know, my kids just started track practice so they've been doing that. So that takes up some time. And then it's like, you know, we have like, we we all like to like kind of hang out and relax when we're not like on the go all the time. So it's pretty, 
it's not super exciting, I guess. Um, I also have a daughter that's uh, on the autism spectrum. So what like maybe some other families might do uh, for fun wouldn't actually be fun for her. Uh, she gets very over, like she gets overwhelmed very easily. Um, and so it can kind of be, she might have like a meltdown, you know, if we try to do something that's like, there's too much going on outside or whatever. Um, and so we just kind of lay low and, you know, at home or just hang out, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, if you find those one or two things that you're really passionate about and you love, you don't need much else. Yeah. It's like, I really, like, I really don't like, we, we very much, because everything is kind of chaotic, uh, a lot, a lot of times, I think we really enjoy just like not doing anything, like, you know, just kind of like keeping that, um, time to just relax and just chill because everything's so crazy. So we like, we'll be like Sunday is our day where we're just like, the kids can just hang out. They can go outside and play and not really have to be on like a schedule or anything like that. And we can just relax and stuff. We don't ask for much. <laughs> yeah. I had um, Travis Cooper on who's a international weightlifter and he was saying how like he lifts, he coaches and he's like, by that time it's, it's 10, 11 o'clock. I go to bed and I'm like, man, that sounds pretty boring. And he's like, no, I love it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah if you if you love something, <laughs> then you don't need all the outside shit. You don't need to have 30, 32 activities if you're really passionate about something. Exactly. Like we don't really like like me and my husband, you know, we don't go out to bars or I mean, you know, anything like that. Like if we want to watch the game or something, we'll just like put a game on at home and like just hang out. You know, it's just. We also don't have any family here, uh, and so we don't exactly have a babysitter. <laughs> so that limits, you know, things also. So maybe somebody in your area will listen to this and they'll uh, reach out for babysitting, <laughs> get you guys a date night or something. Right. <laughs> well, I was telling you when we talked last week, you're kind of. I guess Instagram famous, like the, the weightlifting community. It's funny. Cause you, like we, we all kind of know each other, even if you don't necessarily know people, you can point somebody you out know, at um, me. Yeah. yeah. So, right. I mean, what's that experience been like? Um, I guess knowing that you're motivating a lot of other people. Yeah. I, I, I think it's really cool. Uh, I didn't like, you know, I, it was very, kind of surreal when like people would come up like at finals or at nationals and they're like oh you're Christina Richards and I'm just like what like me like uh, I had someone come up and she was like you inspired me to go vegan and I was like oh man like that's so cool like I like it's just you know it's just very like I'm just always surprised you know I'm just like who me like really <laughs> do you feel like does that motivate you like knowing that you have i mean with instagram like you potentially have the next wave of weightlifters who see people who maybe see maddie or see you and be like oh i want to move like her i want to snatch this weight 
Well, I just like to me, like if I if I can help someone or if I could like inspire someone to to do something that like either, you know, they didn't think that they could do and you know, it like like that that is like awesome. Like I like I'm like so happy. That's why I like coaching so much is because I feel like a lot of people, you know, if they feel like, oh well if I'm a mom or if I'm too old or like, you know, not not young, you know what I mean? Like that I'm not really gonna be good at this or whatever. And it's like, no, fuck that. Like you can do it. Like don't listen to anybody uh, that says you can't. Like you can literally do anything you put your mind to, you know? Like just go for it. And then I see people and I'm like, you know, it'll, it'll be like, you know, a few weeks I'll be working on something and I'll be working on something. And one day it's like, it clicks. And it's just like, you did it. Like you're doing it right now. Like this, that's it, like right there. And it's just like seeing that light go off in people and like where they're like, man, like, you know, they thought to themselves, like, I couldn't do it. And I did it like I, I did it, you know, like, I love that. So if I could like inspire someone to do something that they didn't think that they could do or that someone's told them that they can't do. And then, you know, that's like that's like awesome. Yeah, it's just like the no excuses attitude. Yeah. Well, I so I gained with my with all preg- my, my pregnancies, I gained like quite a bit of weight. Um, and I remember like specifically someone like a family member was like, "Yeah, you can't like you can't do like you, you're a mom, like you have kids, like you can't." And like I remember that, and I remember thinking to myself, like, not only am I gonna do it, like I'm gonna be not just like strong for like a mom or like strong for like an older person or like I want to be like legit strong like just strong you know like I don't want to like I don't want there to be anything attached to it or like like I I want to be strong you know so I think that everybody should kind of like think that way and just like when everyone whenever anyone tells them that they can't do something just say fuck that <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny that the people who will say that are the people who could never do it or will never do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's always funny how that works, you know? <laughs> yeah, the people who don't want to put in the work that Right. I mean, if you it like if you're saying I wanna be strong and I wanna be up near the top in my weight class, finish top ten or whatever your goal is, it's a lot of fucking work. It's hard work. Yeah. Right. But it's worth it if you like and if you're like willing to do it, because it's like like especially to me, like I like the work is kind of I don't want to say it's irrelevant, but like I'll do like whatever Greg puts on the program, like I'm I will like I'm going to do it like there's no like, well, I don't know if I should do this or if I should like no, if it's on the program, like it's getting done. And like there's been times where. I'm like, I'll ask them. I'm like, if you need me to do more things, like I'll do more things. Like you just let me know, you know? And it's like, sometimes more is not better. You know, you just need to do what's written better. <laughs> um, but I think like, yeah, like having, like having that where it's like, it doesn't matter what's what I need. Like I'll do whatever I need to do to get there. You know, I'm not like dreading that. Like I'll do that. That's fine. Yeah, I posted a couple of weeks ago, like, 
doing less sometimes, but doing those things that you're doing less of, doing them better. So yeah. So you know, if you're doing one thing that you sometimes it might be 15 minutes where you shut off all electronics, you spend 15 minutes working on something, getting into a, a focused state. That might be better than three hours when you're scrolling on Instagram here, you're checking your and email. And trying to do, yeah, and like really focus on what you're doing rather than like, you know, kind of multitasking and kind of half-assing, you know, everything that you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Have you, do you have like a long-term goal in weightlifting? This is where I want to end up. Well, I, so I, I'm 35 this year. Um, so I am officially masters, um, but I still want to compete like at seniors and stuff like that. Um, but I would like to compete internationally for like masters, you know, um, uh, I do have a, a goal of totaling 200. So that's still, I, I hope it's not a long-term goal. <laughs> I hope it's more of a short term, shorter term, uh, goal, but that is like a big deal for me. Um, so, but like, honestly, like, I just want to be like the absolute best weightlifter I can be. Like, I want to be, as, I want to get as strong as I can possibly get. Um, you know, I want to just keep getting better and better for as, like, till the wheels fall off type thing. Like, I just want to keep doing it. And then I'll just coach. <laughs> but I always want this to be like, I want to be like, I always want to have it in my life. Like whether I'm coaching or, you know, competing, like I want it just to always be there. So. Yeah. And your hashtag is bury, bury me with my barbell. So I feel like yeah. you, you kind of can't let go of it now. Yeah. I, um, so I, we were like, they've been doing construction on the roof at the gym. And yesterday there was like stuff falling like on the inside of the gym. And I was like, I told everybody, I'm like, listen, if I die, just know this is how I wanted to go out. You know, like I'm lifting, like I, I die happy here. Okay. <laughs> did you come up with that yourself? <laughs> yeah, I did actually. Um, I actually had shirts made and everything. So it's, uh, I thought it was like, when I actually after I hurt my back I was really like man I will be okay as long as I have like weightlifting like I just really want that like to always have that you know because it means so much to me um and so it was just like bury me with my barbell <laughs> it was just like spur of the moment thing you didn't you didn't spend time brainstorming anything it just kind of came out I think I saw, I saw like uh, how barbers, barbers will put bury me with my clippers. And I was like, well, fuck bury me with my barbell. <laughs> That's awesome. I thought there might be something like super deep behind it. And here you just thought of it kind of spur of the moment <laughs> thing. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, definitely people are watching you. I think, um, I've noticed that with the podcast there, there's a lot of people who I see that I'm inspired by. I might see your page and be like, take some inspiration from that. So I think that's, that's really cool that just letting you know that you do have people who care about watching you succeed and, and watching your lifts and that brightens people's days. So I think, um, well, I appreciate that. yeah, yeah. You're inspiring and you're motivating people.
That's awesome. I appreciate you saying that. Well, where can people go if they want to find out more about your journey? Um, so my Instagram is Mrs. Richard 64. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't really do YouTube or anything like that. It's pretty much just, just Instagram, the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. This was fun. Hopefully, um, at some meet, I will see you. I'll, I'll hopefully be at the Arnold. Are you doing that? Yeah, okay. I am. I'm super excited. It'll be the first time to do the Arnold. So Yeah, same here. It'll be awesome. Yay! Well, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. This was really fun. Thank you so much for having me. This is a blast. Once again, thanks so much to Christina for coming on the show. As always, her social media will be linked up in the show notes. And if you guys enjoyed this one, I'm just going to ask you to head over to Spotify and leave a five-star rating. Spotify just released that feature, so they've never had a ratings thing before. So if you could give the show five stars if you liked it, that's all I'm asking for. And if you just want to share it out on your Instagram story, let people know that you listened to it. That would be absolutely awesome. So I look forward to keep bringing you guys these episodes every week. I'm talking to people that are super interesting. And as always, if you have any suggestions, just let me know. Try my best to get them on the show. So thanks, guys, for tuning in. I'll talk to you next week.